0: marketing made easy the podcast now here are your hosts from get savvy
1: club anna geary and anita baldwin
2: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of marketing made easy from the get savvy club anna geary and anita baldwin are here hi anita are you okay i'm good how are you yeah really well thank you very much Today we got to interview um, a lovely guy called Sonny Saffy, didn't we? Sonny Saffy. Yes. Yeah. I always go to say Sunny because you spell it S O N N Y, but it is, you do pronounce it Sunny, like the lovely Sunny Sunshine that we don't have here right now <laughs> in Leicester. <laughs> where we are got in our memory you, Bank Holiday August. You know, August Bank Holiday normally it is. It's um, well, actually, no, normally it isn't nice, is it? But we did, we have had a few where it's been nice. So now we're like, it's where sunny is the in my happy place.
0: So that's okay. yeah.
2: In our heads, it is. It's sunny when you're around Sunny. But he's, he's a great guy, actually, and a guy that I knew long before get savvy club even um became a thing because i used to do property and i knew him through property networking and like a lot of people in property he had um he already has like works as something else um so he's been high up um as i always say it wrong i always just say like optician because optometrist optometrist yeah it's like
0: spell optometrist yeah strange one
2: but yeah he's he's done that at a high, high level. He's had his own, um, you know, practices and things and managed lots of people, but wanted to get out of that and get into property. So I knew him years ago when we were both sort of looking at property at that time and he was early on in, in his journey and so was I. So we kind of kept in touch. And now he's a one-to-one client of ours because he's, um, he's um, becoming... As most of you know, we coach coaches and mentors, people that people that help and train other people in some way, shape or form. So he's a one-to-one client of ours. He's done the Social Media Made Easy program um, within his other business and now he's moved on and he's going to be coaching people to do what he does, which is rent-to-rent
0: service to so which is a form of property which we'll explain a bit more yeah, in Yeah, interesting guy. And also, I think what's interesting is um, he kind of articulated, do you know that feeling where you are successful, you're making the money you need to feed your family, um, but there's always that niggling, oh, I wish I could... Uh, but, but but he didn't even know really what he wanted so you know it's interesting his story about how he went about finding something because he knew he wanted more uh, he knew how to keep what he had he knew he wanted more he didn't know what that was so how he went about finding it and I think that's really interesting and I think it will resonate with a load of people out there I know
2: people that have done I've gone um like personal like uh, training and things in, in group sessions and whatnot like um in fitness and I've met like doctors that actually do not enjoy what they do anymore because they've just that you know they've lost the passion for it because it's it is repetitive as much as they've worked really hard to get there they've realized Time, they are trading time for money even if the money's great and you know ultimately a lot of us are looking for that freedom
0: really aren't we but also I think when you've done a job any job however interesting it was at the start and however it was your calling if you've done it for 30 or even 40 years of course you're going to find it a bit tedious but you're trapped in a way by the money and the lifestyle and you don't want to go back to square one so the status yeah, as well yeah, really all are, that. yeah so, yeah, what, what Sonny's got is a way to kind of fulfil all of those ambitions, make more money, not have to give up stuff, not have to spend a load of time there. It's just an awesome offering. Yeah, so it? let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe.
1: Uh, my background is that um, I started off going into optometry. It wasn't my first choice. Uh, I, you know, My background and my culture that I'm in, meant that there was a very heavy push to uh, to be a, a doctor. And I effectively uh, negotiated with my parents, actually, it's probably my first deal I ever did, was to, was to say, no, I don't want to be a doctor, uh, but we went into optometry. Uh, and so optometry is what I, I studied, uh, and, and I thought that was it, and I was going to be an optometrist forever. But there was always a little part of me that was really keen to be an entrepreneur uh, and just be you know in business. Uh, And so an opportunity to come along to actually set up my own place. Uh, And so I grabbed that. That I thought was it. I thought I'd made it. Eventually I learned out what I was actually doing is I was being in the business instead of on the business. Yeah. Uh, And so I had to make some moves to get out of that. I mean, along the way, I had a great time. Um, I met lots of people. When you're you're dealing with uh, 15 to 20 people a day, you get to meet everyone from all sorts of walks of life. uh, And they really... Uh, teach you a lot about yourself as well. And
0: I guess you really help people as well.
1: For me, help is about, um, at, at the time, it was with regard to optometry, it's about making sure people always walk out with a little bit of extra knowledge about themselves. It's very specific and personal uh, and they can go, OK, and I understand why my eyes do what they do, Yeah, you know, yeah. why, why the, you know, this pair of glasses is going to be relevant to me. This is how these contact lenses are going to benefit my life. Um, and that was a, you know, it, it, you do help people an awful lot um I was part of the the company i was with they also um put me through a public speaking course as well oh. and it was a public speaking course that actually changed my whole perspective um, and it really um messed with my head i came in to a public speaking course thinking that i was just going to have a dreadful time and it was going to be awful but it was a three and a half day course and it was intense uh and why did day, they
0: put you on that then
1: because i I wouldn't say I rose through the ranks but I became chairman of the region uh, and um. so I had to be able to deliver from the front of the room and uh, my area covered over 50 stores and so mm-hmm. I so
0: hear. you were talking to other optometrists at conferences and stuff well uh, yes
1: business owners optometrists dispensing optometrists uh, dispensing opticians and so yeah. we had to bring speakers in and we had to discuss our businesses. And, but I had to kind of lead uh, the the whole whole region. They they also put me on a circus training day as well. Cool. Oh, I love that. We've mounting done that. A tra- mounting a trapeze is quite a hard thing to do. They just oh, wow. you see them just flip themselves up there. But yeah. it, it actually takes quite a skill to get yourself on and off the trapeze without it swinging all over the place. Plate spinning, tightrope walking. It was, it was a brilliant mm. day.
0: So the presentation course changed how you look at things.
1: I couldn't understand how these people were, being, were able to take a whole bunch of very nervous people, and by day three, day four, you couldn't get us off the stage. We were like, who wants to come up next? And we, everyone was running to the front, so can, I want to talk, I want to talk, I want to talk. Uh, I was like, how did you do that? Uh, And that's how I learned about NLP. So then I went on and I I went and did the NLP course. I am a trained NLP practitioner. And how did that change
0: how you look at things?
1: It helped me to understand people even more. So you're you're there wanting to help people all the time and you want to get to the nub of their problem and help them as quickly as you can, especially when you're in in a clinic and you only get 20 to 30 minutes with each person. You have to learn very quickly um, how to generate trust uh, and how to make the right sorts of recommendations how to how people talk and how they you know relay their fears and their concerns and and how you overcome all of that and you have to do it very elegantly and NLP was the perfect tool to help me with that
0: and so um, when did you start getting into property
1: i was looking for other things that that entrepreneur inside me that business person really just got you know little bit tired a little bit bored with the whole optometry model so it was helping and it helped support the fan all the rest of it but i wasn't completely fulfilled and i just needed my my own business rather than being part of a group and i looked at lots of different businesses I, i went round and I did lots of different things uh, and they all failed. And uh, but I just had to keep pushing forwards and I had to keep going because I just knew there was something out there that was going to yeah. work. What and was my, your
0: favorite failure? My favorite. <laughs> <That's a question>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I became part of BNI and um, we set up a new chapter and uh, it really didn't go very well at all it was it was just uh it's tougher so than people
2: to... think bni isn't it starting any chapter it is hard lots of them start
1: and yeah don't take yeah. off yeah so that, that was that was one when i say i failed i am thinking i'm talking about i've started things but just not seen them through yeah yeah so yeah. In, and, in and of themselves they were great um uh, ideas, but this just didn't really resonate with
0: me.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, and I love that you've mentioned that there because a lot of people say, "Oh, I had a job. I did really well in my job. Then I've then like this this opportunity happened. They rose to this, and then they decided they want to do something. and They almost skip that part that because we all fail. We all try all different things and then fail at them yeah. before then getting something that kind of works and sticking at that thing and, and going for it. But often especially when, miss that bit yeah. in their story, don't they? In the journey, and that's what helps people, I think.
0: Yeah, but especially like you, you didn't know. You knew you wanted something, but you didn't know what yeah. that was. Mm. And so lots of people don't have that calling yeah. and that passion. Yeah, just And it's, it's
2: similar to me. I was in recruitment and I loved it when I first started it because, I, you know, I never imagined that would even get, like, from, like, where I grew up and, you know, everybody that I grew up with kind of just to get a job in an office. It's doing well, never yeah. mind one way. Yes. You get so, so, like, then when you're in it and you're like, oh. Is that it mm. then? And that you don't really and no, you just know that you don't want to turn up and sit at that desk every day. And like I guess That's you know nice. you loved That's helping nice. people, but you didn't want to be tied to going and lots and lots of people in medical profession feel like this as well don't they where they work so hard to get there like you can't just walk into it and then go oh it's not for me you've done a lot to get there so it's a real sort of
0: yeah
2: um, and lots of people didn't make it lots of people didn't get to there um and so you almost need to be the grateful lucky fortunate ones that you're there you're making money doing really well at it and it's almost a bit not embarrassing but you feel bad for and ungrateful for saying actually this is not fulfilling me because it, to other people it's like what's wrong with you you should you should be you're, you know you especially you you've got these opportunities you're leading the whole lot and um, you got they're paying for you to go public speaking but yet there's still something not quite doing it
1: for you i think i had nearly 20 staff and i was also running clinics as well yeah. uh, and the 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 the, the, you know, the way it just takes soaks up your time yeah? yeah and you end up working in the evenings as well yeah and you're just going at it all the time eventually it just became too much like this, this is not what I what i thought it was going to be so i had to go and find something else so yeah i went through all these different businesses um and talk and they're talking about trying to get to somewhere as well one of the businesses is you know selling gas electric telephone and mobile phones and all the rest of it so mm-hmm. um and part of that process you know for someone they, they say, well you just keep going for your next no, just keep asking and asking yeah. and Every no, yeah, is one step closer to your next to your next yes. It's still
2: with the company. Yeah, the yeah, technically, oh. yeah technically, yeah, technically
1: it's still running in the background and yeah. it still drops a little bit of money into the account. So so yeah, so that's still going as well. Mm. So I suppose that's we come back to this entrepreneur element of me where I just want to keep trying and tasting different businesses and see what they can do. And then property I found through networking. I just went through different networking groups uh, and discovered that the property people. Were the ones that uh, were the most for me they were the most attractive they were they were passionate they Mm. um, there was a lot of information in there that i wanted to go and learn about how property really works Mm. so from just going to general networking groups i then honed that down i started going to different property networking groups it just fell into place from there suddenly I, i felt like i was with the people i wanted to be with
0: when it feels right it just feels right doesn't it you just got to find that thing that will feel right for you and you're right you just got to go and put yourself out there where all the opportunities are and all the people doing lots of different things and just yeah. try things that's you know the perfect yeah. attitude yeah.
2: and that's actually how we originally know each other isn't it sunny from go so to i'm one of those attractive property people that you saw when you're out there so you can <laughs> see why you thought they were the more attractive ones
0: definitely <laughs> so, i think he was just talking about you yeah
2: it <laughs> yeah but, um, but yeah that's how we originally like years before even get savvy club that's how we connected and knew each other already didn't we before get savvy club was even a thing because i was knocking about in property at the same time and probably going through that failure stage that you speak about then doing lots of different things thinking oh, i still kept my yeah. one foot in the recruitment obviously because that was my main thing that paid the bills and then you know just trying all these different things um at the same time and yeah, it was, yeah. It, i do agree with you out of all the different networking that you go to it's just a more engaged community i guess of people and often people in prop- who are in those property networking have got all different backgrounds haven't they they don't you don't have to have always been in property it's more like actually lots of people are like how you are or me where they're like they've already done something well and they want just the the life balance the freedom something where you can make money but not have to do as much work for and get get your time back and that's what property gives you so that's why you get a lot of people like that in one space together
1: it's a very very attractive proposition to have money just throwing itself at you almost yeah you just Mm. go and put you put some work in Mm. up front uh, and then cash just drops into your account on a weekly or a monthly basis but the great thing about property is there's more than one way to do it Mm. the fact that there are there must be which
2: before you go to property networking you don't really you don't realize, have a full appreciation of that, do you? Yeah, and then you're yeah. like, every week, every month, somebody talks about something Kelsey, I am the shiny, like Penny syndrome person. So it's like, oh my god, that's that that way sounds great. That that way sounds great, and they all do, but they've all got different pros and cons to all different ways of doing. It, they have,
1: t- yes. they can actually be, be mind blowing. It's you know, <laughs> I went to a three day event where they described every single strategy. Yeah. You think how many strategies there are? If it takes three I've been days. to that one as well. <laughs> because, yes. <laughs> and you just get a, like a, a one or a two hour taster of what mm. this could do for your life. And you go, oh, that's amazing. I want to do that. And then you go to the next session. Oh, I want to do that. And yeah. and by the end of three days, it's just you just don't know where you are and you don't know yeah. what you want to do. You have gone into a specific part of property
0: investing, haven't you, though?
1: I combine two things. So and that's the uh, that's another uh, thing about property. You should say, well, I like the element and I like that element. Is there a way I can, I can combine two or three of these elements together? And the first thing was that um, even though I had my own business, um, and even though you know I'm an optometrist, could be perceived that you know I probably got a little bit of cash just floating around in the background, but I didn't. So I just had, I just like kind of had to find something to do. And again, uh, what you learn when you start going to these networks is that you really can get into property with either very little or or no money whatsoever. And so that's where the whole thing just started from. I was like, well, that's me. That's who I am um and so i started doing this thing called rent to rent and i also combined it with uh, serviced accommodation
0: so for everyone who's listening who has no clue what rent to rent means which was me not that long ago actually what does rent to rent mean
1: so rent to rent is a great strategy rent to rent simply means um i'm going to take on a property and i will give the landlord their rent but the landlord is going to give me permission to do what i want to do with that property they're obviously rules and regulations around what specific properties are allowed to do but so you need to work out what you want to do with the property and then go and find that property and talk to the owner or the landlord and then offer them a rent so that's what i do specifically i I look for apartments we obviously were completely open with the owner about what we're going to do with it and so i give them a monthly rent and then i um, have people come and stay on a short-term basis so if you just think airbnbbooking.com you can just book two five Twenty nights uh, in in an apartment, uh, and then it's yours. You can then stay there and and live there, work there. I've rented it on long term basis, so I'll I'll take out a long term rental. They know what I'm doing with it, uh, and so I'll pay you know what would consider to be a standard rent for that property, but then I rent it out again effectively on a night night by night basis.
0: Yeah. yeah. So whatever you make on top of what you pay, that's your profit essentially and That's I think what, what a lot of people think and what I
2: thought as well when I first heard this strategy is like why would a landlord want like yeah. why would a landlord want to do that but in actual fact lots of landlords have so much hassle with regular tenants um the not paying and all that all the hassle around all the things to do that actually if you can let somebody who's a property professional just take it over for you and you never actually have proper tenants that you never actually have people in there that you're going to need to evict at any point whatsoever because obviously Sunny Son- will be using it to um, get people in for Airbnb. So it's just a couple of nights here, 5, 20, wh- whatever it is. Because sometimes, you, depending on the property, you might pay them slightly more than what their rent is as well. The, the average rent could be as well, yes. depending yeah. on what it is.
1: For that person that owns the property, so I'll, I'll take an example of some of our apartments in Hinkley. So. In Hinkley, we are part of a... a When
2: I was a property sourcer, I had that deal on, by the way. So I'm really annoyed. I never spoke to you about it. And then you ended up with it. The guy was lovely that owned it, But I was just like, I didn't know anyone that I could possibly... And he wasn't open to rent rent at
0: that
1: time. He was just like... That came came from networking as well. So Mm. I was networking and I I did all my, you know, my pitches and all the rest of it. uh, And just by showing up. Um, and then eventually someone came to me who I had never spoken to before and mm. the whole time I've been going to this meeting. And they just said, Sonny, I've got this guy and he's got 14 apartments. Uh, would you like some of them? I'm like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Let's do that. Mm. Uh, so mm. why would they do that? And you're quite right. It's a lot less hassle for them. Mm. He's got a 14 block apartment. He doesn't want to be in there all the time. He's bought it as an investment for himself. He's got other things he wants to go and do. So we say, well, we'll we'll rent them off you long as we can put people in on a short-term basis is that okay yes it is okay right off we go and the advantage so who's is then responsible
0: well, for doing stuff to that apartment if it needs it in
1: basic terms we look after the inside of it yeah uh, and if, uh, if there's any damage caused by our guests we have to put that right yeah
0: i okay. know if you think uh, about it it's got to be
2: attractive to be on airbnb for people to go for it so the yes. inside of that property is always going to be nice you as a yes. somebody that owns that property you don't have to worry about it getting like yeah. trash yeah. because you're not going to get it on Airbnb and <laughs> walking.com okay. if it's if it's a state so you know that the inside is it rather than if you um, let a tenant into your property for years and you don't know what's really going on, it, all yeah. sorts could be happening.
1: All I live for now is a five-star review. So <laughs> if, we, if we don't get a five-star review, right, then I go crazy. Like, why didn't that happen? And what can we do? Mm. And how can we make our product better? And that's all I've been doing for the last two years is evolving the product so that we, we get five-star reviews. So in order to get that, as you quite rightly say, Anna, to, in order to get to that point, you have to have properties which are not just presentable, but they have to be um you have to be able to walk in and go, wow, yes, I like this mm-hmm. place. It appeals to me. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be clean. It's got to look comfortable. It's got to be appealing on the eye, and where you go. You've just spent the last
0: few years building up your portfolio and, and um, learning everything about uh, renting this out as a serviced accommodation and what will make people want it more than others and things like that. And that
1: is exactly what I've been doing.
2: Let's point out alongside still being. <laughs> being a clinician so you've still had the full-time like job if you like haven't? well you dropped the hours a bit didn't you but you've, yes. you've built this up alongside it so obviously now you're, you're in a position where you can teach other people exactly how to do the same without all the hard work that you had and all the stumbling blocks that you've got over you could you've got like a roadmap now haven't you
1: so I've been through that journey I have had to keep uh, my own mortgage paid I've still got to be mm. able to feed my family yeah uh, so I've still had to keep an income so i've still had to go and do clinics and you're quite right that after a certain amount of time on the property i managed to just take my clinics down a little bit but we've I've, basically I've, I've run those in, in parallel yes so i've been an i am an optometrist and i'm running this property business at the same time uh, and then the, the the property business is is almost ready now for me to say right i don't need to do uh, anything to do with optometry anymore so we're basically there
2: yeah because you're moving aren't you so you're going to have to get it done. Yes, I'm
1: moving as well. Yes,
2: moving to, to a different country, you could say it like that. <laughs> Even though it's not really Scotland is not it is a different no. country, but it isn't
1: I, isn't. I won't do the Scottish accent as a Okay, any of the Scots out there.
0: <laughs> so what are some of the pitfalls you've fallen down along the way of this journey because it must have been highs and lows obviously.
1: Well, pitfalls come in two that they? they come in the ones that you um that you generate yourself where you start yeah. something off and you didn't realize it was going to that was going to happen uh, and i suppose the, the one that hits you first is you just again you having dealt with people in, a, in an eye situation you get their full trust and i have a, I have a lot of trust in people uh, and the very first um booking we took um they had a party um we had to deal with that straight away so what we've learned oh now, god we, did they
0: trash the place
1: was it trashed no it wasn't completely trashed no but they'd got high over the weekend um, (laughs) and that's what had happened (laughs) we found the evidence uh, and things could I think a few curtains got pulled down so it wasn't mainly trashed
0: no but not great for your first weekend as well
1: well we were just so excited yeah you just get in there you you put your listing out there and you sit back and you wait for the first booking and it came in and uh, we had a business partner in this Phil uh, and we and we both kind of went. Yes, that's it. We've done made it. We've it. Made it. This stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And after, after the first weekend, things happen, and then you learn immediately how to adapt. Yeah. So and that's it. And since then, touch wood, we haven't had a party in in oh, two brilliant. years. That just hasn't happened because we learned straight away the mechanics of how how to stop that from happening. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Little things yeah. like that make the difference, and, don't they? And then
1: you have things forced upon you the obvious ones the pandemic those apartments in Hinkley that I mentioned we acquired them in March of 2020 oh that was when we took them on yeah. so we had them for two weeks and then suddenly we were uh, then Airbnb closed our calendars down booking.com weren't taking anybody um, and so we had to pivot and learn very quickly uh, worse
2: than that we couldn't come and speak at your um, property event could we that got cancelled. That's canceled. right, it was the same yeah. month. That yeah. was, was March, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was That's St. Right. Patrick's Day, because I was looking forward to going up to Sheffield for St. Patrick's Day to do your thing, and that got cancelled too, so that everything.
1: that got cancelled, got... yes, and the whole world went It got on taken online, didn't had to it? learn what to do, yeah. Hmm. But we came through it, and actually, when I look back on it now, taking those apartments on just before the pandemic hit actually saved the business. Wow,
0: hmm. interesting. So it yep. could have been, like, the worst thing you've ever done, but it turned out it was, to be... It
1: was like, it's like, you know, it's like being thrown in at the deep end of the swimming pool. Literally, it's that whole hmm. analogy of just having to learn to swim. That's exactly what we did. We just went out there uh, and we found out what sort of people were allowed to stay within yeah. the, the rules that were around at the time. And we went and hunted down those sorts of uh, guests. Uh, and they're basically they were self-isolators
0: so you chose Hinkley because not because it's like this awesome holiday destination sorry Hinkley but because it's near lots of
1: businesses that would have contractors eventually we took on contractors initially we were allowed to take on key workers and we were allowed to take in self-isolators for example if someone's house was in the middle of being done up and they just weren't allowed to stay in there uh, then they would come out and find a accommodation they were allowed to come and stay with them yeah. as well
0: yeah, so because you were like...
1: So no it, fun
2: bookings, not that you're going to go and have a lot of fun in Hinkley. No offence again, Hinkley people, but there's not a lot uh, to do there, is there?
1: Really. Actually, we're only about 50 metres away from a 10-screen cinema. And it's the home of Triumph Motorbikes as well. Yeah, so
2: if you're into motorbikes, yeah, that is it. Yes. And, and it's that's, not too far a away
0: day Yeah.
1: That
0: is a Yeah, day out. Yes. not a two-week holiday, but it's a day out.
2: Yeah, there's all different reasons why people go to all different. That's why people fall into the trap when they start doing service to common Airbnb, service accommodation or Airbnb, thinking that destinations that are super sexy should be the places to go. And actually, often you find that they're not because it's it's uh, better to have ones that are in place uh, in random places where there's not so many. Because if you want, if you moved away and you wanted to come back and visit someone in Hinckley, but you obviously don't want to stay with them, then it's perfect
1: as well, isn't it? I went to the Property Network meeting. I said, yes, we we now operate in Hinkley. And then I became the joke for the the rest of the evening. Everyone was having a go at me uh, for the next two hours. All about, all about you know, who, who wants to go to Hinkley. Uh, and I really, really felt like we made a huge mistake.
0: But no, but, because they do.
1: No, it, yeah. it, it saved us. It really did yeah. save us. It's after
0: us. the unsexy things that will make you mm. money because nobody else is interested in them as well. Yes. So now <laughs> you have learned so much along the way of doing this alongside doing another job and making it successful enough so that it can you know sustain you that you have and still
2: having a life in hobbies let's point out because you are you do have other things that you're into you're not just like a workaholic are you you do you know have oh, a family? Okay. You, you have got hobbies and things like that because so, people listening might think yeah but i bet that's what you know spends like 80 90 hours a week and doesn't have a life as well but you know for those that know you know that you do do other things too so
1: look i'm, I'm an out and out self-confessed geek there's just no mm two ways about it, yes. So I do run the property businesses, uh, business with all the apartments. And yes, I understand eyes and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, when, when I want to chill and relax, then yeah, there's there's a lot of movies, TVs, science fiction. Obviously this is audio, but you know we, we can see each other, okay? And you can see above my head that there's there's a TARDIS.
0: They do look small from the outside. It's <laughs> on top of it. the cupboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are very, very small TARDISes, yes. <laughs>
0: Genius. Uh, So what I was saying is that um, what you're now moving into is helping other people who are way back at the start of the journey like you were and don't want to um, have to go and learn everything about property in order to make it successful or want to avoid any of those pitfalls that you fell into and just kind of want to either do it as their pension plan or their side hustle or something like that but just kind of leapfrog
1: that learning process and just make it work for them
0: and you're we, going to be we, coaching people to help with do that
1: if i remember rightly it took four months from getting the keys for the first one to actually getting it listed which is a long time
0: that. to be paying money isn't it
1: yes we can now do that in two weeks wow
0: yeah it's pretty amazing yeah.
1: We have learned a lot along the way. Uh, we've learned about, you know, what to ask when, when you're trying to find an apartment. An apartment can be in an ideal location yeah? and, and it could be perfect for your guests. Yeah? Um, but there could be something in the lease that says you just can't do what is it you, whatever it is you want to do.
0: It's knowing the question. You don't know yeah. what you don't know. That's
1: the problem, isn't it? And then it can come down to something practical as well so like you have everything set up but then there's just one practical thing that you can't do like I don't know where there's nowhere to put the key safe they won't let me put a key safe on the outside of the building
0: yeah and if no one can get into your accommodation you have to be there every time that's right it's becomes tedious so the reason you're on our podcast is because you did our um, social media made easy program the three-month program that we launch a couple of times a year to yes. help you with your social media and then we've been working with you on a more ongoing basis on a one-to-one basis to yes. turn all of your knowledge um, into your own kind of mentorship so that you can then go on and help you know other people to do that because you kind of get asked to help people all the time anyway um, so it's just about helping with the packaging, um, the promotion, getting visible out there, and doing what you've kind of been doing for free, but like starting to now make money from that as well.
1: The programs that I've been on through Get Savvy Club have helped me no end. When I was talking earlier about public speaking, yes, I can stand up and I can talk to a group of people because I know I can see them, look them in the eye. When you go on social media, right, and you just you just don't know what the reaction is. That, and with, yeah. the, with with the NLP as well, you're always you're listening to how people speak. You're looking at their facial expressions. You're looking at their hand gestures, and you can understand a lot more from them. But with with social media, you're just typing some words in and putting some yeah. pictures out, and just you're, you know you don't know what you're doing. Then you're just hoping for the right, right reaction. But what I've learned so much from from you two about what type of things to put out there, how my messages should be honed. Uh, And and it's been amazing. It's it's been a a wonderful programme to go through. I'm really really enjoying the the one-to-ones that we're having as well. We're making
0: loads of progress, aren't we? And you've got so much to offer to people. And actually... You know, I'm the kind of person that when I say right now I want to do this, I'll look around, which is exactly what happened, how I kind of contacted Anna again after not seeing her for years. is I'll look around and say, right, okay, I want to be there. Who's there already who can help me to get there? Because what is the point in going through all that learning yourself when you can just ask somebody all the questions and kind of take the knowledge from them and they can help you along the way? Um, And so that's exactly what your business will be.
1: I've always been a perceived expert and I realised that that's what I had to do. Because that's just what happens naturally and people have started to come to me and they're asking me well how do you do this and can you help me with this property and can you help me with that and that's now beginning to happen um, yeah. and, and so yes so and and because I do enjoy the process of helping people and I, I love seeing people go on a journey and they have that light bulb moment so, oh I yeah. get it now. I understand it's a fantastic
2: I- feeling to be able to get like to get yes. your knowledge, you know, you're just a bit further ahead of other people. Because I think that's the other thing as well. Yes, we all know the top people in property or, the, mm-hmm. you know, the people who have loads of courses or whatever else. But the reality is probably now those people aren't day-to-day in it and doing it. So I think when you're looking for a mentor or coach, it makes complete sense to get somebody that's doing that exact thing that you want to be doing. And they are still doing it to some extent day-to-day as well so that then they can... You're up to date on all the legislation, what's changing, what's happening. It's much better to actually hire someone that's a few steps ahead than it is to to hire somebody that's you know been doing it for years and actually doesn't do it anymore because they have a massive you know they have hundreds of members of staff maybe in their team that do a lot of the doing for them so they're far removed um it makes complete sense to do that and that feeling when you can actually help somebody we help people that are brilliant already at what they do they just need people to know <laughs> that they're brilliant and put it in some kind of order so they can monetize it better rather than out there helping people for free anyway or kind of getting yeah. trodden all over and whatnot, well, that's so one really. of the
0: most frustrating things about business i think is it's not necessarily the people who are best at what they do who get the business and the recognition and make the money it's the people that shout the loudest who you know sometimes aren't even that good at what they do but they're really good at getting out there and you know having the brass balls to just promote themselves constantly and so they have you know, made a
2: lot of wealth so what they do is they get like they've got a whole army of people that are working for them on whatever on a of a base is just out there just pushing that particular like latest thing for them and then they're kind of the face of it and actually they just kind of rock up once, once a week in their thing uh, maybe they do want to add value but maybe they're so far removed now that it's not actually uh, adding the value to people
1: I, I couldn't agree more that property definitely changes uh, and changes every year the, the rules are always moving on and you do have to mm. keep up to date uh, and we have to be on your toes uh, and sometimes you'll get asked a question to, oh this is changing what do we do about that I was like mm. well I haven't heard I about know. that one yet so thanks for highlighting that and we'll we'll go and we'll we go get same. that
2: with social media as well like yeah. people go, oh have you heard that like um at the minute the instagram link just when you when you have over ten thousand followers on instagram you have a link that you can put in your stories and then basically you swipe up to go to that link and it's changing from swipe up to a sticker um rather than oh. swipe. but <laughs> it's like it's a silly little thing but if you're not if you're not in it and you're not using it yourself you wouldn't notice that if you just had a massive team of people but yeah you're right if you can only know as it changes and things change all the time so being on the ball and actually in it makes a big difference but
0: okay. also you're either the kind of person like you are sunny that likes to learn about everything and go and find out about stuff mm-hmm. and enjoys that like the knowledge and the learning bit or you're someone like me that doesn't want to do that mm-hmm. just want someone to go yeah just do this this and this okay yeah I love
1: learning new stuff yes I yeah. love that. <laughs> it all the time and that ties in with that uh, shiny penny syndrome you're talking about earlier which is like oh this is something let's go and learn about that first but but really no I mean the mentorship program that um, is is now you know it's being launched shortly Um, it's it's, obviously we're going to start with goal setting and we're going to work out what people really want to get out of their properties because we want to make the journey as short as possible yeah yes
0: and, and yes. actually what people want is different and depending on what you want will then result in how much time you've got to put in and how much energy you've got to put in and you you want people to be realistic about that you know we meet people yes. all the time that say yeah i want to be making um you know a million pound a month and you're like well what are you selling and how much what's your audience and you're like
2: well, okay well you need to think about how you want to impact 10 million women before the end of 2022 and you're like well, how Like, in what way? Like, what, you know, it's a, you you can't just like, we can all throw out numbers, but you want to kind of (laughs) work out what, how, how realistic that is. And you're not saying that it can't happen, but, you know timelines and where you're at now and what audience you've got now because people come to us oh, i've got a course what i want to do i don't because maybe they've been coaches for a while so they do one-to-one and they've, they've been doing all right and now they're like they've heard about this one-to-many strategy which is obviously great because we do it. social media made easy we do the program more than ones on it obviously it's like 20 odd or whatever on it when we do it so they say right well i've got a course i've been doing this one-to-one i just want to go and do like on mass now But they have no audience they've got like 50 yep. people on linkedin be like a handful of people on Facebook, what? And it's like, let, you know, have you've got to get your audience there first. The amount of coaches that are out there trying to make out that, oh yeah, just go out with your thing and people will buy it. Well, how how will they? You've, yeah. you've got no no footfall in your shop. No one's going to buy anything. (laughs) It's all achievable, but it's not
0: necessarily achievable on day one. There are some steps that some people don't tell you about. And that's what you're helping people with, aren't you? Well, one of the things
1: I love doing is putting things in order. When we understand exactly where we want to go, it's like, well, what are the next steps and Mm. what order do they have to happen in? And that's been, you know, that's been my biggest learning over over the last two years is how to get this. Sometimes the shortest journey doesn't appear to be the the shortest at the beginning, but Mm. you've got to get over certain hurdles. And you can go and do something that's later down the process, but it, there was no point doing it because you have not done yeah. something yeah. before. You've got a
2: clear roadmap, a clear, like, you know, if anybody wants to get into rent, rent, service, accommodation now, there is a clear roadmap
1: to to be Absolutely. following. Yes, so, yeah, so We have a clear roadmap. And when you're busy, you know, doing your day job, then you get home and your brain is just dead. And you think, well, I, I really want to push on. I want to get things done.
2: People spend hours in pro- trying to get into property just staring on right move and zoopla and he's like no yes. that's not how you're going to get that first property that's not how you how things are going to work for you just literally staring at rhyme every evening like scrolling through thinking oh that one could make a potential one that one could like that's you know not that's the way right. to do it and you
1: will hear at a network meeting you might hear someone say Oh yes, I found this deal. Oh, where did you get that from? I found it on Right Move. Yeah, and then suddenly go, oh, that's how you do it, but it's not. It might just be one in a thousand properties yeah. on Right Move. You know, that, that's got a deal behind it.
2: We are the Get Savvy Club, so we always ask two questions um, on our uh, podcast. One of which is, what makes you savvy?
1: What makes me savvy? Oh, I think yeah. we've already mentioned. We've covered that. a lot of it. We've covered a lot <laughs> of it, yes. But I think the, the main thing that makes me savvy is, is being organised. Uh, and systemized and i just have to put things in order so it's about taking the chaos that surrounds me and and, and there is a lot of chaos around me and just making you say well it all has to happen one two three four that's what we're going to go and do and then mm-hmm. executing that making it happen so yeah, yeah. is a so great skill
0: that. that lots of people can't do
2: you're you've like downplaying your personality but like how much of a people's person that you actually are like you know how well you can connect and build rapport with people and like talk to people on any level, um, and yeah. help them understand and M- make them feel welcome as well, because the, you know, that you've obviously run or help run the um, property networking. Well, it's not happened recently, obviously because of COVID. But it's starting. No. When are you starting back?
1: I would like to think we're starting next month. The next month oh, is okay. only three days away, but <laughs> three days. Yeah september I tell you what we, i wanted to start next month but it turns out that the hotel has been shut down and it's going to be shut till next year so oh, we're okay. on the hook for a new venue oh,
0: right
2: so watch the space That's but yeah just how like possible and how much you make people feel welcome i mean my kids have been along to network yeah. events where you've been as well and you've kind of just chatted to them and i think serena yeah. my daughter took a photo of you didn't she and you used that for your profile for a while so yeah just the way that you can go yes 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 yeah,
1: um, it's important
2: yeah, definitely. And another question we ask is for a book recommendation, so a book that's helped you along the way at some point or that you would recommend to our listeners to help them in their journey.
1: I'm going to go back to one of the classics on this um, because it's, it's, what, it's another thing that opened my mind to the possibilities that are out there. And I'm going to go back to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. I still think it, it stands the test of time. Uh, I think it, it works for anyone that wants to be or has that kind of entrepreneurial spirit and wants to break free of the rat race then um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is just uh, one of the best places to start. If you already have a copy, go and reread it.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking that you know, I got Serena to read that when she was 11, which she did. She powered her and read it. I might get to read it again because I think now, although I did, when she played Monopoly with um, my mom and my son a few yeah. weeks ago, I heard her say, like laughing and saying, oh, you need to get the assets. That's why it's no good you're having all the money because my son lost. He lost because he didn't have any assets. He just had them, you know, he was keeping hold of his money and not buying stuff. And she was like, no, you got to build the assets. I was not something went into her head then. But, yeah, it'd be a good one to reread.
1: And the follow-up as well. If if you've already done Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Mm. but you've moved on to the next one, the cash flow quadrant, then, you know, you could be missing a trick there. Um, And it just delves into more detail about what the the cash flow quadrant, how it all works, and understanding which way the money flows and why it flows that way.
2: Yeah, because they have a board game as well, don't they?
1: It's very technical, the board game. Uh, Is that the
2: cash flow one?
1: The cash flow, yeah, 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 yeah and i think there is a little rat there's a there's a wheel with a rat on it and it's going round and round free of that and get into the the big money yeah i don't know if it's still in print to be honest um but we we do have a copy in the house somewhere
0: Mm -hmm. It's interesting, though, one thing I've learned through doing podcasts is the number of people who um, recommend or who have a book that they just love and they read it every year or every couple of years. Because as they change, they read more things into the book
1: um, yes. and
0: to just like go back and visit these books that have inspired you along the way. And so many successful people do that time and time again.
1: It's because you're filtering all the time. You'll you'll take yeah. out the information that really appeals to you and is relevant exactly. to the situation in that moment. And then six months later, go back, reread it and you'll see different. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's like that. That theory isn't that there is actually no reality. That's just how we see things and how you see things. One day changes depending on your situation and your emotions and what's going on around you. And it's your reality all the time, isn't it? It's one
1: of the reasons why I've worked out how to reduce or eliminate (laughs) regret in your life is to say, well, in the moment, that's yeah. what was happening and that was the decision I took the best thing to do Yeah, it was the best thing in that moment so I oh, wish I'd wish I'd done this wish. Well, you, actually you wouldn't have done it because you were you in that moment mm-hmm.
0: great words of wisdom to finish on definitely <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so been... how can our
2: listeners find out more about you we will put links in the show notes but how, what's the best way for them to reach out and find out more about you
1: my Instagram is UK, or they can find me on LinkedIn as sunny Sethi I think I'm the only Sunny Sethi out there and uh, Facebook as well. Sunny Sethi, there's Sunny Sethi property. There's, 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 you can find me everywhere. It's just, just Sunny Sethi into into Google. I'll pop up. And if they're
2: in Sheffield, they can come along to your property networking. We've
1: we've talked a lot about Hinkley, but actually, you know, we have properties around Sheffield as well. And the property networking that I do, which is Progressive Property Networking or PPN um then i am the host at the sheffield meet get in touch with me uh, tell me you want to come along as a guest and we'll get all that sorted and organized yeah. so if
0: anybody thinks that they've got no money and they don't have a lot of time but they think actually property might be for them then you are more than happy to have a chat with them
1: aren't you if you have no time and you have no money then we need to talk
0: that's just pretty much the whole nation
1: (laughs) if you're enjoying marketing made
0: easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe sunny as well as being a font of knowledge about a load of stuff is a genuinely lovely guy as well we um if you know anything about the get savvy club and you've been like listening to our podcast for a while you'll know that we mainly actually work with women um and that our ideal client is probably a woman but as you know when you pick an ideal client it doesn't exclude other people and um, Sonny is living proof of that because he's worked with us in one way shape or form for over a year now hasn't he? he's done the program and then he went on to do a mastermind with us and now he's a one-to-one client um and actually he's um a lovely guy really easy to work with and knows so much stuff so you know I can't wait for him to launch his mentor program and really help because he's kind of doing it already isn't he and it's one of those things where if you can't find what your passion is what's the thing that you can't stop meddling in or what's the thing that people come and ask you about already and actually can you make any money from that and he's like living proof of that and I also really loved what he said about trying things um and they failed because you're right lots of people don't tell you that bit um but actually it's an Really important part of finding what's going to work for you, isn't it? Is to just try loads of stuff. Whether it works or doesn't work, it will still move you forward in learning what it is that you do want to find out what you don't want. It's like dating before you get married, isn't it? Very important to yeah. do. Yeah, don't go for the first first thing that comes
2: your way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget as well. He did um, recommend Rich Dad Poor Dad as a book. So if you want to be in with a shout of winning that, all you need to do is um, review this podcast, take a screenshot of you reviewing it, and um, put that on social media and tag us in until the next time get awesome. savvy academy oh no get savvy so many get savvy stuff's in our life it's like endless isn't it but you know the Just get savvy I think it might
0: be because we're the get savvy club
2: yeah you? it might be it's nonstop. stop you know i don't feel to like i use it. get Savvy, and then I, even then i still feel like i don't use get savvy enough but obviously we do. So the Get Savvy episode will be coming. Stay savvy. That's what's on our bags. Stay classy, stay stay savvy, and we'll see you on the next episode for a Get Savvy quickie. Bye.
0: That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.